Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. For the first time ever, we have a proper Godzilla show and not a silly animated cartoon like Godzilla 1978 or Godzilla the series, which I think Lily is a fan of. Anyways, yes, the show isn't just about Godzilla, but it's still sure to be a kaiju-filled romp. Join us each week as we dig into the mysteries of Monarch, what they are hiding, what do they know about the Titans, and what are they not telling us? This is The Monarch Files. <sighs> Shut up, Dan. Shut up. <laughs> you don't have to be this serious. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> sake. <laughs> Oh, fuck's sake. Drop the face. It's, it's not that serious. <laughs> Hello on the task force. We have Tom Richards. What up? Lily Kay. Stop. And Brandy Brown. Hello. And me, Dan Morris. Ooh. Yay. Yay. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, see how it is. Uh-huh. Oh. Welcome to the Monarch Files. So this is a show about Monarch the Legacy of Monsters, which is an Apple Plus show that will explore the deeper legendary monsterverse over the course of 10 episodes. We just got the first two episodes dropped today, giving us a solid dose of the mystery and the goings-ons. And we're going to start off the show today talking about our non-spoilerly spoiler first impressions of the first two episodes and we're going to start with tom what is your first impressions of the first episodes of monarch i enjoyed them enough uh there was a few things i was like i didn't kind of like mess with me i'm like eh, this could have been done differently um not as much big monsters as i thought they would be to like just kick it off but i'm sure that'll happen later on um but overall yeah i I enjoyed it enough that I'd want to keep watching it, even though I've only really seen like the legendary movies and not anything else outside of. So yeah, relatively fun time. Fair enough. Brandy, how did you feel? Um, I actually really enjoyed it. A, there's a lot of like, obviously thinking about how everything ties together. So yeah, a whole lot of like, drawing lines and like trying to figure shit out. But yeah, it was really interesting how it kind of ties back to the other like legendary like movies and whatnot. So I enjoyed it. Lily. I I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Uh, so it genuinely surprised me. I was like, because I I'm gonna be honest, I was a bit afraid of this series. I was like I don't know what to think. It came out of nowhere. Uh, uh, we got it too quick, uh-huh. and and this might be a mess, uh, kind of a thing. And the only thing that convinced me to to actually be like, okay, this is 
probably going to be fine is Wyatt and Kurt Russell uh, in the main roles. And uh, so far, they didn't disappoint. So I'm I'm already like very much enjoying what they're going for. So looking forward to what comes next. So it was the Russell boys that hooked you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not even going to lie. They are very good. So I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, then I'm, I'm going to watch this. Uh, and also, yes, I am a fan of the animated series. Will always be. I really liked it. <laughs> mm. I didn't know there was one until like an hour ago. <laughs> now you know. Yeah. Now I know. Yeah. The, the bad American 1998 movie got a bad 1998 animated series. It was bad. It was, it was better than the movie. <laughs> I'll give it that. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I've I seen that one. That one. I've seen that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I watched it every single morning on Saturdays. It was on uh, during the kids' hour here. So I was like... Oh, oh I watched it too. I definitely watched it because I was that yeah, big no. nerd. I also watched that movie in theaters like seven times. Same. Seven? <laughs> Wait, which well, one is I, that? The, the 1998 American Roland Emmerich film. The Matthew Broder equal. Yeah. Oh, the one you refused to let me watch? I didn't refuse to let Uh you watch that. Well, you told me not to watch it. I haven't watched it. You can't. I liked it as as a kid. Godzilla is weak. He dies. You're not going to like it. Okay, yeah, I won't like it. So, anyways. Didn't he just look like a big lizard? Like, not actual. He's a big iguana. Okay. But it it makes you cry. Sure. He has a bunch of babies. It's very nice and emotional, and I like those kind of stuff. <laughs> well, anyways, topic. King of my, my opinion, unspoiled opinion. Oh, yeah, you have an opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry. Right. I'm a, so sorry. No, no, you guys just go on your tangents. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we get it. You're Nobody still cares. here. I'm sorry. I forgot. Uh-huh. <laughs> My take is, as a longtime fan of Godzilla and a very big fan of the new Legendary Monster Verse, I think they're doing a very good job of creating their own deeper network and web that's not too reliant on the original Toho series. They're they're constructing a bigger picture, and this show does a really good job of taking what started it all with the original Godzilla 2014 show and using that as the root that then is expanded by Kong Skull Island. And it's uh, finding a nice way of interweaving all of that together. And it's like Brandy and I both were doing kind of like the, the Charlie day with the the red lines, mm-hmm. putting things together and being like, who's this and how do they relate to this person? So, yeah, uh, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, I've got some pretty interesting thoughts, I think on how the show is going to progress. And I I have other thoughts on what I think worked really well for these first two episodes. So let's get into it. Let's start talking about our spoiler reviews. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Bad Godzilla roar. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Let's hear your Kong, Tom. Go on, I, Tom. I am big monkey. Big That's not monkey. what that doesn't sound like. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think the monkey can talk. Godzilla <laughs> talks in a few movies. Oh, God, a it's movie. bad. It's yeah. bad. Yeah. You better jack. 
That's what he sounds like in those movies, what I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, let's roll into our unfiltered thoughts of the show. Uh, To get us started, uh, let's just kind of like pick up with how the movie or the show actually starts, kind of like in the setting of Kong Skull Island, where you actually have John Goodman's character, Billy uh, Randa. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's kind of like, all of a sudden we're back at Skull Island with his character from that series of uh the, the original movie and it's a really cool way of kind of like jumping off into the story i think especially with how visceral those scenes were with it like the giant spider monsters um and then to get us kicked off he has these uh monarch video files that then he throws into the ocean and uh those files get lost to sea for a couple of years and then finally found I was talked off with, don't laugh at me, please. <laughs> but I literally went like, wait, John Goodman's character is Billy Ronda? <laughs> I didn't Same. connect it. I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't connect it until like halfway through episode two. <laughs> no, I literally just connected it now when Dan said it. I was like, you're welcome. What? <laughs> like, who? <laughs> yeah seriously we were literally like I, I, w- I had like in my notebook I'm like drawing the lines to people like okay this is this person because it kept jumping timelines and I'm like okay this is this person is related to this person is related to this person it was it's a whole yeah so yeah. that's why we mm-hmm. talk about timelines because the show happens in multiple timelines it jumps mm-hmm. back and forth so the john goodman billy randa is in 1973 then the anders home billy is 1959 1952 so you're getting the young and older version of those characters similar to how we get the young and old versions of um shay lee shaw shaw lee shaw lee shaw sorry lafayette shaw fuck Third. <laughs> you can call him Lee. You can call I'm him sorry, Lee. but when you did Tom. that, you went right back to the jackass. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what you said on like. So now that you've made that connection, Lily, how did you feel? <laughs> I totally knew it all the time. Don't laugh at me. Look, I'm stupid, okay? Don't laugh You're at me. You're not stupid, Lily. No. Oh, thank oh. you. I'm not going to laugh at you. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's I. It, it was always I. I loved the the Kong movie. So obviously, when John Goodman showed up and we started the whole series with it, I was like, yes, yes, we're back on the island. I fucking hate that the spiders in it. I hate those things. I was like, oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it was uh, it was fun to see him again. I wish they would have done more with him. That's my only thing. Like the only criticism mm-hmm. I have because John Goodman is an amazing actor. So I was like, well, maybe we will see him again. Yeah, maybe I'd like to think he comes back some more. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. So, but yeah, it was it was fun to see that uh, whole, you know. Sc- school island setting and and seeing a familiar face it's always nice you get to see the big monkey tom that's right you get a few frames of big monkey a few few frames of big monkey that were in the movie so it's not new but i that's the i'm good now i don't need anything else from this show it's big monkey you're satisfied i'm satisfied i I sat down sat down to watch it saw the clip i'm like 10 out of 10 for tom yeah don't need don't need to watch it again more it's big monkey Better than better than giant lizard. Mm, Just I, I would say shut up, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, big monkey is better than stupid lizard. 
Steampunk, <gasps> you won that How dare fight. you? How dare you? I'm going to fight you. I think you, all three of you want to fight me from that. Yeah. Step back on topic without Big Monkey. Um, I, 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 You're I wrong. Can't. You're wrong. That's it. Shut up, Moving Dan. On. You're <laughs> on. I enjoyed, again, like Lily, enjoyed seeing John Goodman again because fucking who doesn't like John Goodman? Don't have more to add than besides just I like seeing the giant rock crab as well with the pincers. I, I don't think he was in the... <laughs> you made me the sound when he did that! What the fuck? Do it again. How do you do it? I just... Microphone. <laughs> okay. Okay, anyway. Ezra. But, yeah, I, I... Again, like seeing Conska Island again. I hope there'd be more Big Monkey, but because it was just in the stills, I don't think there'll be any more Big Monkey, but I'm satisfied. Never know. I do yeah, know. I, I like the fact that it was like tying all those movies, like that storyline together. Like it, it was really cool to see that bit and like how those tapes got in the water and found and all that. That was really cool. It's so, a sturdy yeah. bag, though. Like, it was a was very sturdy in, bag. Like, it was sitting in water, seawater, for, like, decades. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't make them like they used to anymore. Nope. Today, that would have degraded. Mm-hmm. That was quite the bag. Like, Monarchs got some serious bag technology. Mm-hmm. They got some serious baggage. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Speaking of tying together, the, we, later after that, we get the uh, future scene that uh, we start off with the character of Kate, played by Anna Sawai. Sawai? Sawai? That's right. I'm going to roll with it. So, yeah, we find out that she is in the year 2015. It's a, roughly a year after the events of the San Francisco incident with Godzilla fighting the Mutos. And we get these really cool like flashback moments of her on the bridge, which, as a big fan of that movie, as a big fan of that that whole event like that was fucking cool i was mm-hmm. really thrilled Response. with this like going mm-hmm. back to that moment and mm-hmm. like re-experiencing that scene of godzilla smashing through the san francisco bridge from another perspective and it was brutal too like, it was yeah mm-hmm. she's trying to help these kids off a bus and godzilla roars in her face and she's just like in shock and then the bus falls still with kids in it Yeah, fuck them, kids. Like, that was uh, shocking. Bye, kids. Yeah. yeah, it makes you really start to think about, like, the scale coming down to the ground with the people and, like, how many people actually fucking die <laughs> during that event? Because otherwise, okay, you're cool. seeing it from the sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're having scenes and bits that you're familiar with easing you into this new content with new characters. And I think that's really clever in the way that they structure the show and put it together. And it also makes sense for Kate's character. Like, you know, uh, I, I think that uh, the way they, they showed it, like later on when they have that whole alert for Godzilla coming is is like, uh, you know, it makes sense that she starts panicking, like mm-hmm. almost instantly, like, I don't want to live through this again. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I was like, okay, okay. I, I like that these characters, because... I'm going to be a hundred percent honest. Like in the movie, some of the characters are just very flat, uh, and uh, and here I like that they already are doing so much more with them. Because if if we're going to focus more on the people 
uh, that are in in the midst of all this, then you know we we need to kind of feel for them and and in one way or another. So I'm already like on board with all of these characters. So that's already a huge win uh, because I think since it's it's a series and not a movie, and although. Even like now we're getting a bigger budget for for TV shows. I still think that a lot of times like that means that it's, you know, they're not going to put as many monsters in there as we hope for. The production mm-hmm. quality is pretty damn good, mm-hmm. though. It it's is. really good. Hell yeah, it is yeah. amazing. Like that, those, those new shots of Godzilla did look really cool. Yeah, oh, like you can tell so they're not beautiful. quite up to par, but they're still pretty damn good for a TV show. Yeah. If you're just like, if you're not paying, like, if you're not like, hyper focusing, it looks the same. Yeah, it's, it's only hard like, to like tell. you look like that one like scale is like not as defined or so much. Yeah. yeah, and I like that you shouted out the with Kate because then it's like it's obvious that she has PTSD yeah. from what she oh, experienced yeah. with the, and that it just makes it so visceral in the way you and feel so for human. her. Yeah, exactly. And they're doing a good job of giving a human story, as like you mentioned, Lily, as opposed to the movies who were like, I think that was kind of on purpose in the original movie where the humans were very flat to kind of emphasize the the ending of Gazelle 2014 to make it much yeah, bigger. Be it, like, hey, I don't care about the people because think about it, how many millions of people died, but we don't care because big monsters, you know, fighting. <laughs> Yeah, but if you're gonna focus in your movie on the people, then you kind of you kind of have to make them a little bit more interesting. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, of course they had um, Brian Cranston's character, which was amazing, and then you got like flat nothing um, characters for the rest of the yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is what oh, it yeah. is. <laughs> I just want to jump on the characters thing. Fuck the the half brother. I do not like him. He's a <gasps> Kentaro. He's a sh- yeah, how, he's a how dick. dare you? No, no, like no, he's so like, he just confused. Like you know, he just yeah. found out that his dad was a cheating fucking asshole with another yeah. family he, in another he place. Takes all, he takes it all out on Kate and makes like triggers the PTSD as well. Pretty much, he's like, oh, what if dad was here? Then she wouldn't have died. It's all your fault. It's like fuck off, cunt. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then like he's just Ooh. bitching and moaning the entire time. I'm like, bruh. At least, like, she's maybe, like, trying to do something, trying to move on. You're just stuck because, oh, no, my what daddy I- didn't love me enough. <laughs> it's not me. Like, fuck off, Tom. <laughs> no, but it, it, dialing back, I did, I, I didn't really dig his character, at least the first episode, when he was just, like, so narrow-minded, like, no, 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 my dad is great. He's not your dad. You're lying. It's like, bitch, why would he fucking, why wouldn't would she fucking you, lie? Wouldn't, wouldn't you think the same? If suddenly like would... a person showed up and be like, "Oh, your father is my father," yeah, you'd be pissed off. You'd be pissed and off, and then I wouldn't like be like, "Haha, fuck you, PTSD. It's all your fault that he's dead." It's like mm. he doesn't know. know that she has PTSD. Yeah, but he was still a dick about it. <laughs> you would be a dick about it too, for fuck's sake. <laughs> no one goes, "Oh yeah, oh I have a half sister, and my dad was cheating on the uh, on my mom you know, first. It's I, I do love the fact that his mom was very much like caring for her, he, even though like great. yeah, e- even though like yeah, mom was cool. She yeah, just she, like just embraced found her anyway. But like whatever, like this girl needed her, so she stepped up, and that oh, was awesome. I want to get on that and shout out Kentaro's mom too because she was yeah. like the most Israel one, untypical Japanese mother mm-hmm. I've ever seen in any kind of media, mm-hmm. like. 
just way more dynamic than I expect her. I expect her to be a really flat character that's just kind of there as background. But she actually had a lot to do with things, and uh, she adds adds a lot of dynamic to the, mm-hmm. the whole situation and the the mm-hmm. family drama. Yeah, mm-hmm. drama llama. Drama. I I like when she, like she helps calm Kate down with the PTSD as well. Like she's mm-hmm. like, I gotta go. It's just like, no, 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 no. Hug. Yeah. Hug. <laughs> monkey hug. Monkey hug. <laughs> <laughs> give you a monkey hug. Monkey hug. The show starts to go back in time again. It starts to jump around a bunch. So we go back and we see the uh, 1952 uh, versions. Or no, this is 1959. It starts off mm-hmm. in 1959 with uh-huh. young Bill Randa, which is John Goodman's character when he's I younger. I know that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Lily, just so you know. We also have salt in that wound. Keiko. Randa and we have Leisha. I say Keiko Randa. I don't know if they ever confirmed that her name. I, that was kind of like an assumption based on how I see the story playing out. Um, and we meet Lee, and then uh, we see them going on this uh, kind of like some sort of investigation or expedition where they're tracking radiation. And then very in line with some of the movies, they get there and the radiation is gone, which I'm assumingly is because they find a nest full of mutos and they're mm-hmm. eating they're up eating the, it. Yeah, yeah they're they're yum, sucking yum, yum, up yum, yum. all that radiation. And then, of course, in typical fashion, they're like, we got to go down there. And uh, (laughs) we get to go down there. It's always bad news. Yeah. There's actually a great line in that part where uh, they go down and then, like, Billy is like, what do you see? And he's like, the same thing as you, but farther away. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's pretty funny. That, I thought, was a really interesting scene. And I was starting to like get to this point of like, oh, are those like the same mutos from the movie? Because the little egg sacs look kind of similar, which we then learn very quickly. They're not. And they're kind of like, like bug, insect, cockroach, monsters, disgusting. They look like roaches. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of look like big roaches. Um, and we learn a little bit more of the, di- di- the dynamics. We learn all about uh, the dynamics of these characters, including uh, Wyatt Russell playing the young Shaw and establishing his role as a lieutenant. And he's escorting these two scientists, essentially, in the Eggheads. early... Yeah. What does he call them? The... Eggheads? No, he Eggheads. Had the, there's like the military term, the scrubs or something, like he called oh, them. I don't know. Um, Not in a military talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it's basically, this is the early formings of Monarch mm-hmm. back in the early 50s. And then, of course, things go kind of terribly wrong, as you might expect. <laughs> so uh, I actually was, I'll get to this later, but the fact that the episode ended on such like a intense kind of cliffhanger moment, it was like, oh, wasn't seeing that coming. <laughs> I I'm, I'm, want you guys to jump in here and uh, tell me your feelings and thoughts on that part of the show I, w- I i will say that i would have chosen show just putting it out there it's like yeah go yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> seriously <laughs> Look, sometimes I'm focusing on the wrong things. <laughs> she didn't know he was a russell <laughs> that's like <laughs> well even then like she could have done so much better in uh-huh. school yeah 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 see like, I like, my dreams, like, I like, so it's true like, yeah I like John Goodman, like older, but like he looked like a fucking loser. I know. I was like, yeah. what? Like, you know, mm. what are you doing? Way to judge a book by its cover. God. Yeah. I made a snap decision based on his first looks. Which is what Keiko did to Shaw when mm-hmm. they met. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Nah. 
Get we up. all tying it together. Hmm. Done. Uh, but uh, I, I think, especially in the first episode. No, not true. Because in the second one as well. Uh, I, 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 for now, I enjoy the past storyline a bit more. Mm. Just a tiny bit more. Like you know, because I, it's like a criticism to everything, not just to this show. But I, I always found it incredibly irritating that whenever there's like a secret organization uh people just get to it too quickly like you know the the, the way kate and um and dari find uh their father's f- lost files and she immediately figures out the safe codes uh uh and then they obviously have a friend who can crack up the whole um all that fucking it's all a little too convenient yeah and i'm like slow down like you know i i know we're rushing because we only have 10 episodes but but it's it's always a tiny bit annoying for me like you know just put it back a little it's it's not that quick especially when we're talking about a government close organization it's not going to be like done now you crack mm-hmm. the code, you have everything. So I, I think that's why I'm 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 leaning more towards the, the past uh events of, of how they all figured out that monsters exist and whatever and how Monarch came to be. So for now I am definitely enjoying that storyline and a tad bit more. A tad the, bit more. The past timeline also has a hundred percent more monsters in it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, we don't see any monsters really. In the present, yeah. Well, oh yeah, yeah, no, we're not there. Yeah, unless you count humans as monsters, Dan. Of course, because it's all about them. The monster yes. called Tim. <laughs> I like Tim. I kind of like Tim. I feel like he's just trying to do his job. Nah. He gets a couple no. thrown in his face, like no. Vibes. He's 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 doing something underhanded. Like he's I feel, going. I feel like yeah. ten years earlier, he'd be on Catch Predator. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm. My name is Tim. But I just want to jump in on the the part, the two storylines, the past and the present. I agree with it. I also did enjoy the past. I actually, I passed a tiny bit more. But mm-hmm. what annoyed me is they obviously showed the end of the past storyline first. Because. Yes. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. she, yeah well, because she fucking died. She fucking this, died. This is what I was I leading guess. up to, too, is yeah. watching Keiko die. Yeah. No, don't know. No, no, she's she, dead. She, she's, she's dead. dead. She's, she's dead. 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 <laughs> even from the fall, you'd be dead. Yeah. And like, if you fall, get knocked out, even you get num nommed by these weird cockroaches. They broke her fall. No. Yeah, broke the fall, and then they ate her. Yes. There's always that little like wiggle room in sci-fi where the creatures end up carrying the person back and they put them in like a cocoon and then they find them later and they can break them out. And it's like, no. all right, sure, they should have been dead, but all right, we found but the, them. Cool. But these are the babies. If it was no, yeah. a bunch of adults, yes, but these are little babies who are just like, we want food. We just yeah, and they yeah. are yeah. Like She was literally, she didn't fall. She just disintegrated yeah. into the pile of cockroaches. cockroaches. Yeah. 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 Well, so she's dead. Yeah. Let's be fair. Yeah, That's yeah. the end but of like, her. I, I see. Because like I would have been completely fine if the flashback, jumping ahead of myself, flashback from episode two was episode one. Still have a massive cliffhanger at the end. And then this one is like maybe episodes five or six. And, and then you can sort of tie everything together then. I think because they even mentioned it that... Um, um, uh, 
what's the dad's name? Uh, Kate and um, Kentar is that? Um, uh, it's, uh, Hiroshi. 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 Sorry, yeah. yes. So uh, they even mentioned that that Hiroshi's mom died uh, when she was young, as they are mm-hmm. looking at the picture of her standing in that big footprint, uh, mm-hmm. and then we get the flashback of her actually dying. So I, I think you know they actually. T- like connected in like they're not keeping yeah. it in the dark like oh she lived a happy long life she's yeah <laughs> yeah i understand like like they they teed it up but yeah. it's just, that's a thing for me where i because now it just feels like this unnecessary jumping back and forth and to me that's something that annoys me a lot just like when you mm. but that that is very much just a me thing the, my right brain. in the beginning like i was i was struggling a little bit with the jumping but after I connected the dots of who was who and like, you know, Billy and Keiko are Kate's grandparents mm. and, you know, mm. just connecting all the dots. I was like, okay, it makes sense now. And like how mm. things happened. But yeah, I mean, I can understand how it's like jolting yeah. a little bit. Any show that typically has any kind of jumping timelines is usually a little disorientating and can be a little rough. Like I generally don't like that too much in shows, but I think they're doing a pretty good job in this one, especially where it's very obvious when they time switch. So it's like, okay, we know we're in 1952 right now. We know we're in uh, 2015. Like it's, it's very easy to tell. It's not like when you watch Lost and you all of a sudden you're in a flashback and you have no idea what year it is and we're like, oh great, I'm lost watching Lost. Fuck the show. (laughs) (laughs) True, true. So I think they did a good job with the time jumping and then it really comes together nicely uh, as it starts putting together a lot of the connections with the characters and then uh, when the, the 2015 kids meet up with the future Shaw and you finally Mm -hmm. we finally get the Kurt Russell towards the end of the second episode and he's like Mm -hmm. he's still just as kind of like spry and he's still a bit of an asshole and it's like all right cool like he's he's maintaining Mm -hmm. that character even you know 40 50 years later however long this is at this point depending on which timeline you're looking at thought what if uh Randa isn't the actual father I had thought about that what if Keiko got it on with Shaw and then just lied? Oh, then I like her. Because <laughs> what? Because like they had chemistry at the beginning when they were in the jeep. Yep. Yeah. And then like then they had the big fight and then yeah. Yeah, but but then like there were also implications in the first episode. Like you know, the way Shaw yeah. was looking at her, I was like, mm. there was yeah. a point too when uh, Kentaro was looking at um, Kate and he was saying that she doesn't look like their dad. So it's like. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Like. Yeah, but Hiroshi is their dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shaw would have been the grandfather. The grandfather. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. So Very he true. could potentially yeah. be Hiroshi's. Oh, I would. I would. Mm-hmm. I would like that twist. That Shaw is the granddad mm-hmm. in reality. He's everyone's Ooh. dad. Except for May. Mm-hmm. May is very adamant that she's not part of the family drama bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Family drama. I like May. I don't know about you guys, but I, yeah. like, oh, it, she is, is a super convenient character, but she definitely adds an extra level of like sass and spice. Oh, to yeah. Everything. She's super sassy and I like it. Mm. And she's smart as hell. I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, That's I, I want to know her backstory. Like, I hope we get I more of her backstory it, yeah. because yeah. it's like she's got this bag of like all this cash and passports, and I'm like, I'd be okay if we didn't get her backstory. I yeah. think if she just like, you know, does cool shit, 
And Keep it a mystery. Yeah, just be like, hey, there's enough like Easter eggs if you want to try and link it back to something. If not, or she she's, do, she's no just part. gonna have like a, a throwaway line of like, oh, I just watched too many movies. <laughs> <laughs> I need more. I need more of that cab driver in the beginning that was talking about yeah, how he thinks all San Francisco is a cover up. It was all CGI. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I got a podcast. Yeah, he's got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he said the same thing about the moon landing. <laughs> you want to come on my yeah. podcast? <laughs> on my podcast? On my, on my podcast? podcast? Damn, but anyways, hook it up. <laughs> hook it, I got it. We'll, we'll get that. We'll make that connection. We'll uh, yeah. collaborate. Um, Collaboration. Yeah. So, like, I feel like the 2015 storyline in the second episode, it's, a, it's kind of like a slow burn. You get that, like, okay, things are just kind of clicking. They're just going to happen. Kind of like Lily pointed out that it's it's all happening a little bit very conveniently, but it works out. Yeah. Um, especially when they meet up with present day Shaw. But uh, I liked how it started to go back to the 20 or 1952 timeline and things are escalating and you get the, the USS Lawton and you start oh. seeing like, oh, okay, so this is Shaw's ship that he was on. Not and Shaw. He, not Shaw. Randa. Right. Randa. Randa. Uh, Names. And, yeah, we'll get him. You confuse them. Jesus Christ, John Goodman. There you go. He Let's just draw a diagram on but the he, screen. He gets really deep into explaining how, like, he came up with these theories and how he, like, he listens to people's stories. He listens to legends and tales, and he uses that as his driving force to look into these mysteries. And then, of course, his ship during World War II got attacked, and he was the only survivor. And then they find his ship in the middle of the jungle. For whatever reason, you know, 2,000 miles away from where it was supposed to be in the ocean. I was fully expecting, because the whole episode felt kind of slow. There was a lot of establishing information, and uh, throughout episode two, I was thinking, this is an episode two in in a nutshell. It's a lot of establishing. It's a lot of building up information and setting up plot points. But thankfully, I very much appreciate this. The ending of that episode was really good. And I'm really glad that they had a nice crescendo of action at the end of that with the dragon. That was that was creepy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Just going through that ship and like the dripping, <laughs> the slime. It seemed to. T- I was confused. Like the dragon thing was like really big. How did it get inside to make all the slime? Exactly. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I was, I was like, like this tiny portal covered in slime. Big dragon. It's it's. Like, Unless it just like tongued the it ship. It has an like, appendage. I'm sure. Brandy, no. What are you? What are you? What are you talking about? What are you talking about there, Brandy? What episode were you watching? Yeah, well, I think you might. You were, you, were you on Apple TV or Pornhub.com? But yeah, it's too big to be in the ship. Well, so it's kind of something has to get in the ship with the slime. Maybe it was just drooling on it from a, on top of the ship. Like, I smell people. Wow, wow. It, was in, it was an enclosed corridor as well. So I'm not just... Let's not oh, question just got too excited. the little detail. <laughs> Do you need a minute? It was some ship action. <laughs> some dragon ship action. Oh, that's a new tag. I want, I want the website. I like this one. Brandy's tuning in for that dragon appendage. <laughs> Yeah, the uncensored version. <laughs> I mean, there were holes in the ship. What, ma- what made the hole? Yeah. <laughs> Big holes. <laughs> <That was. laughs> Some of those holes were bigger than the dragon, though. 
<laughs> so you're saying he's a grower, not a shower? Yes. yes. <laughs> Someone went nuts on that ship. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to reiterate before the dragon appendages that I appreciate the show's ability to create tension at the end of both episodes, and I hope they continue to do that throughout the series. Because I think that does a lot for the show to give us something to like go out on a high note and not just have like a very like just you know middle of the road episode of not really anything happening. I need my monster action. I need all my monster. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ! Monsterhub.com. We have to make it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Monster done. Monster action. Get that um, dirty uh, hot monster action the way you but, like but it. Now Starting thinking back diesel. about it. Yes, please. Oh my god. I'm gonna love in this in this. Um, um at the beginning of episode the one, uh they talk about like you know how Show doesn't want any kids. And mm-hmm. that was very suspicious, Zog, mm-hmm. because he kept looking at mm-hmm. which is why I then probably Ooh. be like yeah, that time back, he's the father. Okay, he's like, oh, oh, I thought you had a different opinion. I'm like, oh. well, Brandy and I were talking about that same thing too, because in the beginning with John Goodman, when he's recording himself to the camera, he says, "I'm sorry about what I took away from you," and mm-hmm. we're assuming that that message was meant for Shaw. For yeah. Shaw, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And he's referring to Keiko, probably. Mm-hmm. Very possibly. Ooh, that's Ooh. what I think, anyway. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh. All very good. I'm pretty excited about what the show is leading up to. We got some pretty fun episodes. Like, they, there never felt like there was any kind of real low points other than some of the scenes in the second episode where it was kind of like dragging a little bit, but it all works out for the overall. I, 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 I didn't I have, feel that though, but I yeah. have one for you where I was like, wait, hmm. what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> so obviously, Monarch gets. You know, you know the the files get through, and they are already like, "Oh my god, what's happening? Mm-hmm. How the fuck did Tim end up in Japan that mm. fucking quickly?" True, no. I thought about that too. I'm like, wait, how many days have gone by? How quickly did exactly. he go from wherever he was to Japan to and find? How how did he know that he has to look for Kate? True, and especially when the original like, message was, "It's somewhere in Tokyo," and then he knows mm-hmm. exactly where to go and yeah. who to look for. I was like, what the fuck? What? Yeah, we'll that, that part, yeah, we'll have to, yeah. I'm, hopefully, they go into more of that. I didn't even you think did, about that. They're fudging some information there and just yeah. saying, like, yeah, yeah, that's how it worked. That's fine. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. maybe they give us a little bit more information about how he tracked them down and was able to find, tune their search for them somehow. Yeah, because they all said, yeah, him. general area. There was that moment in uh, Kentaro and his mother's apartment where he saw the picture of their father and he went, oh, yeah. shit. Oh, shit. You know, like yeah. He knew yes. exactly who that was. So, yeah, but he wouldn't have known that beforehand, though. So, yeah. True. No, I don't know how he did that. And there's also the underlying factor that it seems like him and his uh, associate there are trying to stop something or intervene on something before it goes up the chain in Monarch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So Yeah, they're being a bit underhanded. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a little suspicious. Also, who, like, you know, I don't know. It, it made sense and then it didn't make sense. Like, why is Kate all of a sudden protecting all these files and everything when, when she, she was she basically 
yeah, she was basically done with her father and, and everything related to him. I was like, so like, why? what is the resistance for? I mean, I think it was the monarch factor. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah. They, said, they said not in trouble yet. Yeah. I think yeah. that she said that as well. She's like, yeah, but like, if I give it to you, you still might just be like, ah, prison. Mm-hmm. And there was the part yeah. where when they uncovered the files and there and the Kentaro's like, you know, what the hell is Monarch? And then Kate kind of opens up like they were there, they were at San Francisco, they were expecting it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the ultimate, like it becomes just so compelling for her to learn more and find out what the fuck happened. And mm-hmm. the fact that she sees her grandmother in a monarch picture on the file. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. You probably so wants now, to know what happened to her father at that point. Yeah, and at this point now we're ended with uh, they're going to go look for Hiroshi because present day Shaw was like, is he really dead though? As far as you know, the plane crashed, but they never found a body. So mm-hmm. typical cover up kind of shenanigans. It didn't yeah. even crash; it just disappeared. Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that all being said, let's move on to our episode ratings. Which there was two episodes. <laughs> do we do it at, by episode? Do we want to score nah. each episode, or do it both of them as one score? Trade us one big one. Yeah, one big one. one big one. One big one that that would fit into a ship. Yes, in a ship, the big one, like the dragon, through a nice mm-hmm. big hole. <laughs> big dragon. Big dragon. dragon. What is your big dragon? Big I mean, dragon episode big rating. Dragon these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he high fived himself. Oh, I love it. These nuts. Um, <laughs> Thank you for making a reference to 2005. Taking both episodes into account, I'd probably give it an eight. Um, I it was enjoyable. I enjoyed it, but it didn't do anything excellent. Like it didn't, it was like, I'm having a fun time. I'm engaged, but like, I'm not going holy shit yet, which I'm hoping that's what happens later on. Um, but yeah, so I, I think right now, like seven, maybe eight or seven in that ballpark of where it's like, I'll keep watching this, but like, I'm not like blown away except for mm. the beginning with being monkey, but that's a separate thing. But the scene from a movie that you've already seen th- several years ago, <laughs> what can I say? I like monkeys. Dumb. Sounds like a personal problem. Yeah, well, this is not a problem because I got it. I got uh-huh. definitely monkey. Monkey lover. <laughs> <laughs> the man was too stunned to speak from big yeah. monkey. Big monkey. Big um, <laughs> well, it has two Russells, not just one, so it's already a win. Times That's two. Super. Times two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the characters so far. I like the story so far. Wyatt and Kurt are the best. Just putting it out there again. Uh, so mm-hmm. I give it an eight for starters because I I really did enjoy it. Like even if there were some logical problems in storytelling, but like <laughs> we're gonna get past that. If if they explain it, especially like how Tim found them so quickly, I'm gonna be happy. Like because otherwise it's like, huh. <laughs> Yeah, so I will I will give it a, a solid bait. More Kurt Russell for you know the future episodes, please, because he's fucking great and I want to see more Kurt Russell. He's gonna die like Brian Cranston. 
Well, don't you, you say that. Shut up, then. <laughs> shut, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Like off. the pre- preview picture is Kurt Russell with like goggles. That's right. Yes. yes. He's going to leave because it's, it's, it's Kurt Russell, so shut up. Yeah. I'm going to give it an 8.5 because we got some big lizard and it's, it's true. it was just wow. It, and big dragon. <clears throat> dragon nuts. I know. I know what I'm we getting Brandy for Christmas. Dragon nuts? Big dragon. <laughs> dragon appendage? <laughs> I'm sorry, no. I should be Shh, you're going to spoil the surprise. <laughs> it wasn't a surprise. No, it, it, it was good. Like, I was really engaged the entire time. So, like, I didn't. Like I'm ready for the next episode already, so I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm getting it. it early. I think they're doing yeah. I think they're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. So I'm very happy I, with it. I do hope that they're not going to bring down the uh, time on episodes anymore yeah. because they mm. already made like a downgrade from episode one, which was 53 minutes, and then episode uh, two was like 45 or something like that. And I was like, so. wait, 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 Never, never, Disney. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, my uh, rating on the episode is—I was leaning around like an eight for the most part. I was like, okay, this is great. I'm enjoying the characters. I want to shout out the like the 2015 cast. Like, I actually really like the diversity going on there. I like the characters. I like the fact that it's taking place in Japan. You've got Japanese uh-huh. actors in Japanese settings in Tokyo, and it's very authentic. And it's kind of going back to the roots of where Godzilla started, uh-huh. being a Japanese property coming out of Japan. And I very much appreciate that and the cultural diversity that it's bringing to an otherwise overly whitewashed you know, yep. experience yep. that we typically get with television. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm really happy for that. Uh, Kurt Russell is great in it. Wyatt Russell is great in it. Uh, everyone else so far, I've been enjoying even the actor that plays the young um, Billy. I think he's mm-hmm. doing pretty good. Like he's a I mean, he's dorky. Yeah. yeah. But I he think he's really well. to be dorky. <laughs> like, yeah. He's doing his job really well and just makes everyone think that, damn, what a loser. Nothing yeah. against the actor. He's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. He's great. Yeah, uh, but I was going to say that going through episode two, that's where my mindset was like, okay, this feels like an eight for me, especially because I expected it to just kind of end on like not anything big, just like more information or like the the big dramatic climax was going to be more focused on the monarch uh, 2015 timeline. But the fact that it went back into the past, it went to the ship scene, we got that big climax with the dragon almost ripping them apart and then almost dropping the ship on them. And then that closing line from Shaw, just like, Oh my God, it is a dragon. Like that just did it for me. And that actually pushes me up into a nine for this. It's a generous nine, but just, I enjoyed Mm -hmm. the sweet, sweet monster action. You enjoyed the dragon climax. So I did very much enjoy the dragon climax. (laughs) I 
Yeah. Phrasing. Try. I'm so sorry. <laughs> phrasing. Are we not using phrasing anymore? Hang on. What? Question. What? Are we not saying phrasing anymore? Anyone else want to talk about, you know, take like in Dragon Climaxing right now? No, I was like, is anybody no, else got anymore? Are you going to keep going with that bit? I'm going to take, bury that no, one into the ground. Ew, stop it. <laughs> All right. Bury the dragons climaxing. Anyways. I'm very much excited to look forward to the future episodes. Next week's episode will be on a Wednesday, which is going to shift some things around. But I, I'm assuming the show is still going to continue happening on Fridays. So mm-hmm. expect our next episode to be on a different day as well. It's hard to say exactly because of the shifting schedules. Um, but yeah, I'm in this for the long haul. I'm ready to consume all the Godzilla content. Not to mention we've got Godzilla minus one coming in yes. a few weeks. Brandy yes, and I true. are seeing that. Day one, for sure. We'll talk mm. about minus one, most likely on the podcast at some point. Very, very excited. Um, but yeah, we've got a few other guests lined up to join us for the show and talk all the things, kaiju and monsters and monsterverse going forward. So stay tuned to Couch Soup as we unravel the mystery and listen to us each week on YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts. Godzilla noise. Good night. Bye uh, bye, jackass sound. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can see he's nuts. What's his name? Is he coming at your face? <laughs> he's coming. Show us Godzilla's nuts. <laughs> Hello, nuts. Wow. <laughs> see? You ain't sure? Yeah, no. Get that. Google. Google is the fun place. <laughs> <laughs> you can find Godzilla nuts and dragon appendages for all your heart's content. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.